You know, I never knew duct tape was that strong. Hey guys, welcome back to Yellow Shoelaces. I know it has been a minute. I get it. I get it. Okay, um, what has my week and a half away been like? Well, for starters, I slammed my thumb of my left hand in a car door. I know, I can't even tell you how it happened. So please, don't ask me because I have no answers for you. I don't understand how I can align my finger against a car door and then close the door on it. So yeah, that happened. The pain, excruciating. I know sometimes when people go through traumatic experiences, and guys, this was pretty traumatic. I, um, I hear people say, my life flashed before my eyes. Now, I don't know how traumatic the experience needs to be in order to see your life flash before your eyes, but I will tell you, the only thing I saw flashing before my eyes was my thumb inside the car door. And your brain is supposed to send signals down to your body to do things, but I think my brain got stuck. It didn't know what to do. So it's not sending signals. The only signal was pain. And I knew that that pain needed to stop somehow, but my brain refused to send a signal to my other hand to open up the car door. So it took about 15 seconds maybe. And um, I finally got the okay from my brain to open the door and let my thumb free. So there was blood everywhere. And you know, there may have been some crying and whimpering. Oh my God. So yeah, that happened. And mall security sucks because I was going to the mall they had no medical supplies at all. So I had to actually go to a vendor inside the mall, one of the food stations and get a cup of ice. So I am literally walking around with like a cup of ice on my thumb and my thumb should have been elevated, but I had no choice. Um, yeah, so it was just painful. I, it wasn't broken. I didn't see any reason to rush to the hospital, even though it was bleeding, it was so close to the, nail bed, the end of it, that I felt, you know, it. there was no joint affected, no bone affected. It was just really just the tip of the thumb. So that was okay. And um, it was swollen, bruised, of course. When I got home, I went straight to bed after taking some Motrin and I did not get up until the next day. I was so out of it. So right now, you know, the nail bed is still slightly discolored, but I can move the thumb. I can bend the thumb. It's still a little painful. The, um, the thumb pad, the fleshy side of my thumb is still a little swollen and, you know, a little tender to touch, but it's only been a little over a week. So, you know, it's still in a healing process. So it's going to be okay, I'm sure. Yeah, trauma. I have nothing better to do. I guess I needed some excitement and uh, that was pretty exciting and painful. So that was uh, last weekend. And what else have I been getting into? Um, preparing myself for warm weather. We are going into the 60s next week. 
starting tomorrow, so I can't wait for that. I think it's going to be 59 degrees, and from then on, it'll be in the high 50s. I think one day actually reaching 60 degrees, so I'm pretty excited about that. Oh my goodness, what else do I have to tell you guys about my life that's happening right now? I've been lifting a lot, the car service. I've been doing that a lot lately. And I remember when Lyft and Uber kind of first started, I remember reading about the startup and it was geared mostly towards women. I'm not saying only women, but I think a lot of women were kind of getting in on this because they get to pick and choose the passengers that they wanted in a car. So if they didn't feel comfortable picking up men late at night, there was like an ID basically telling you who you were getting. So you kind of, you kind of got to choose who, well, you did get to choose who you were going to put in your car. So yeah. And, you know, they were really making a lot of money early on. And I wish I would have gotten in on Lyft, not as a driver, but as a passenger early on. I kind of caught the wave late because in the beginning, you know, they were offering gum and candy and they were doing anything to go above and beyond to get the tip and five star rating. You know, do you want water? You know, would you like me to charge your phone? So by the time I started using Lyft, you know, and it was basically a referral. Someone gave me a referral so they can get a free ride or credit toward their Lyft. But, you know, I did it. And um, it's been great ever since. I've never taken Uber, although I'm sure that Lyft and Uber, they kind of go between both a driver. I think you can be an Uber and a Lyft driver together. I've seen both signs in a window, so I'm pretty certain it's legit right? Um, not that anyone does anything crooked in a city ever, you know? So I'm sure I have been riding with an Uber driver at some point, but uh, I like Lyft. I never had any real issues with them. You know, all my drivers have been really awesome, except one time, one time when this driver was literally riding around in circles, like on the map, it looked like he was at a freaking rodeo or NASCAR race. He was going around in circles. I canceled the ride. They charged me five bucks, but I called the company, well, email them, and, you know, they rectified it immediately. So I got the five bucks back. But aside from that, it's been um, a great experience. So I, you know, say that to say um, I really appreciate when they go the extra mile, the drivers, like, being really nice and courteous. I had this one girl. She looked pretty new to Lyft. You know, I don't know how new she was, but I got the vibe that she was a new driver for Lyft because she was just like, hi, how are you? Is everything okay? My name is blah, blah, blah. And her name was not blah, 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 but I forget her name. So are you warm enough? Are you comfortable? You know, would you like the windows down? And I'm like, no. And then she proceeded to tell me, okay, so put on your seatbelt and we'll get going. I'm like, okay. Now that took me aback. Because you're not used to people telling you to put your seatbelt on, especially in a cab, in a back seat. So I kind of felt like, oh, okay. And I, for a minute, was getting ready to be like, oh, I'm okay. I don't need to put my seatbelt on. And I caught myself. I was having a bit of a New York moment, you know, how we can get some sometimes. And I said, why are you getting ready to argue with someone over doing something that could possibly save your life? So I said nothing. I put the seatbelt on and I'm glad I did because she was a maniac on the road. Maniac. 
And I felt like, oh my God, like, you know, when you do that extra push on the floor, like for some strange reason, you have like magical breaks in front of you. And uh, so I was just kind of like, oh, okay, this chick is crazy. So I put the seatbelt on, but I was doing well. I had another driver after her, maybe a few days later, I was going somewhere and, you know, I'm just going to say if I was watching a person get into a lift car and this was a movie and I seen through the TV what I seen in this guy's car, I would be like, don't get in that car. Like something is going to happen to you. So I open up the door. He had an unusual, unusual amount of duct tape taped to his vent. Now there was a thin piece of plastic separating us. And then there was a hose connected, you know, leading to the back seat, you know, and at first I'm just like, oh, you know, but I'm like, okay, heat, right? Right. You know, because you early on heard the stories, you know, I told you they were offering mints, water, you know, whatever. I even heard at some point early on in some areas, you know, drivers were offering condoms. Now, I don't know if that was for your protection or for theirs. You know, um, either way, you're going to go for a ride and you're going to be protected with or without the seatbelt, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what that was all about. I've never had it happen to me. And I'm thinking if you took the condom, would that count towards the tip? Mm. Um, not that tip. But anyway, anyway, so I open a door, look in this guy's car and the vent. Now, of course, I get in. Yes. Why wouldn't I get in? What's he going to do to me? And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking in my lifetime mind, oh my God, this could possibly be some knockout gas. He's going to drug me and, you know, take me somewhere because I've never seen anything like this. Because most times drivers don't care, you know, whether you're warm or not. We've never had a situation where we needed to seal ourselves off from each other, except for yellow cabs when they had their partitions. But that was more for a robbery sort of situation. So... <laughs> It wasn't this situation with a hose and duct tape and plastic. So I guess that plastic shield could have been used to wrap my butt. Okay. I'm, you know, going above and beyond right now. So I get in a car and I say this to say that I'm fine. I'm here right now telling you guys this story. So nothing happened to me in a... I know you're thinking, well, did he try anything? Was it really heat? Well, according to the hospital nurse, um, the only reason that I passed out was because my blood sugar was really, really low and I got delirious. So somehow or another, I managed to duct tape my hands together and get inside the trunk to keep myself warm. So yay me, right? And uh, I just want to say that, you know, I'm so thankful for that Lyft driver because I actually called the company because when I woke up and found the shovel in the back of the trunk, I'm like, who else would be so kind to leave this in here so that I can pry the trunk open so that after I warmed up, I can get out of this trunk and find a way to cut my hands free from this duct tape. I don't know, but when I call... There was something about an arraignment and a hearing and he wouldn't be available for a while. You know, I don't know. It's a shame because he seemed like a really nice guy. So I say that to say, guys, 
always tip your Lyft driver because, you know, you always want to get to your destination safely. All right, guys, have you ever had an amazing Lyft story, an Uber story? Did you ever have an argument with the driver? Did they take you somewhere, wrong destination, and you refused to get out? And Or you wanted them to pick someone else up that wasn't even on your ride and had an argument with them? Or did they stop somewhere? Maybe you had a girlfriend or a boyfriend's house just to pick up something real quick and left you in a car waiting? I'm sure there's a bunch of stories that can be told with Lyft and Uber. But guys, that is going to be it for this episode. I'm just checking in to let you guys know that I'm doing well. Thumb is doing well. Again, please, description box down below. You have my mailing address. Send me some stories, some experiences. I will definitely read them on air. And I will keep you anonymous if you don't want your name said. Yes. So until next time, remember to always stay intrigued. And bye.